Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember where the hell we are and what the hell we're doing? We are in Isaiah, and Mm -hmm. we just got done reading Isaiah chapter 21, I believe. Correct. And in that episode, there were a lot of mini prophecy things. Mm -hmm. About Babylon and uh, Duma and Arabia. Yeah, yeah. There's Mm -hmm. some guy riding in a horse yelling, ah! The British are coming! The British are coming! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how it went. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how that went. So uh, since we read Isaiah chapter 21 yesterday, that would mean that today we're getting into... Isaiah chapter 22. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so now we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 22. Okay. A prophecy against the Valley of Vision. The Valley of Vision. Lasik. That's a really cool name. Right? I mean, yeah. The Valley of Vision. Right. Like it sounds like the name of a book or something. It really does. Yeah. What troubles you now that you have all gone up on the roofs? You town so full of commotion. Maybe they didn't have battlement on top of the roofs. (laughs) You city of tumult and revelry. Ooh, that sounds like. They're doing bad things like in Sodom and Gomorrah. Isn't revelry. That's just like a standard thing that happens in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They do bad things. God kills them. Yep. Your slain were not killed by the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your leaders have fled together. They have been captured without using the bow. All you who were caught were taken prisoner together, having fled while the enemy was still far away. Wait, how do you get captured when the enemy is still far away? Um, I think it's kind of like he's saying you were dead before you even knew it. Okay. Because you were doing bad things, so you were already caught they, even before the enemy came and caught you. I okay. Like you're the walking dead. Because you're because you're, you're going against God, right? You're going against God. So you're you're done before you're even done. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's that's my interpretation. Okay. I haven't done any studying, so I could be way off. But they were also talking about people that were slain and, and then he went right into how they were captured. Right, but that's a prophecy of what's coming. So he's like, I see that you guys are gonna be captured, but the truth is you're already captured now and you don't even know it. Okay. That's what I'm taking from this. Sure. I could be totally wrong. Okay. Therefore, I said, turn away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to console me over the destruction of my people. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, has a day of tumult and trampling and terror in the valley of vision, a day of battering down walls and of crying out to the mountains. Elam takes up the quiver with her charioteers and horses. Kir uncovers the shield. Your choicest valleys are full of chariots, and horsemen are posted at the city gates. So it sounds like they're surrounded by the enemy. Mm -hmm. And that may be, like if we're going for like an actual way that they're captured, they're captured by being surrounded. Right. And they're they're penned in. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Sure. Makes as good a sense as any. Right, right. The Lord stripped away the defenses of Judah... And you looked in that day to the weapons in the palace of the forest. I don't know what palace of the forest is any more than the Valley of Vision. But (laughs) these are some very cool names. Yeah. You saw that the walls of the city of David were broken through in many places. You stored up water in the lower pool. Like they were doomsday preppers. Yeah. Right. Apparently it turned out. I guess that worked out well this time. I mean, they're like, it's the doomsday now, so we need that shit. (laughs) We better store up some water (laughs) because next door neighbors uh, got slashed. They got wrecked. Right. So we're going to prep. Yeah. You counted the buildings in Jerusalem and tore down houses to strengthen the wall. Oh, my Mm. God. Mm. You built a reservoir between the two walls for the water of the old pool. But you did not look to the one who made it. 
or have regard for the one who planned it long ago. So again, okay. he's saying you guys are taking all these actions, but the one thing you didn't do was turn to God. Right, right. The Lord, the Lord Almighty called you on that day to weep and to wail, to tear out your hair and put on a sackcloth. It's always the sackcloth. He's got to put it on though, right, not right. off. Yeah. But see, there is joy and revelry, slaughtering of cattle and killing of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, you say, for tomorrow we die. The Lord Almighty has revealed this in my hearing. Till your dying day, this sin will not be atoned for, Oh, says the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Okay. Sorry, Sorry. they had a hamburger before death. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, like, if I was about, like, if I knew that there was an impending battle. Right. I'd be like, well, we got tonight, so I guess let's have some fun and, you know, eat some shit that's good. Stay tonight and fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Right? Yes. Yes. Or however that song goes. Right, Right. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, we might as well, you know. Empty our freezer and have a feast. Yeah. We're, tomorrow we die. Yeah. I mean, either we die or we win. And if we win, we can go out and get more food. Right. So. Right. Because that's what winning means. Right. Yeah. Winning means grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're moving into a new section of this chapter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty says. I'm noticing like this repetition of the Lord, the Lord Almighty well, that yeah. I hadn't seen before. Right, right. And I'm not enjoying it. Well, you got to, you got to, he's got to make sure that you know he's almighty. That one Lord. That one Lord, he's almighty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think about this. Like when they say the Lord, what they mean is master, the master, (laughs) the master. I must bow before my master. Right. I am the weak thing before my master. (laughs) Right? Like, why do you want to be like that? Why do you want to be Igor? I I don't know. Yeah. Okay, this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty says. Go, say to this steward, to Shebna, the palace administrator, what are you doing here? And who gave you permission to cut out a grave for yourself here? Cut out a what? Cut out a grave for yourself here. Oh, okay. Hewing hewing your grave on the height and chiseling your resting place in the rock. I, I don't know who gave him permission. I didn't tell you to build a fucking grave here. Why are you doing it? <laughs> right. Like, um, I'm about to die, so I'm going to have me some hamburgers, and I'm going to go ahead and pick out my plot. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not understanding, like... Yeah, I don't know. I'm about to die, yo. Can you just not? Sure. Just get off my fucking back. Right. Beware, the Lord is about to take firm hold of you and hurl you away, you mighty man. Wow. He will roll you up tightly like a ball and throw you into a large country. Way over there. Into a large country. Okay. Yeah. He's going to catapult your ass. Okay. Yeah. Is, it, is this like at the this is like at the circus where they shoot you out of the cannon? Shoot him into another large country. Yeah. 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 There you will die. Womp womp. Well, shit. And there the chariots you were so proud of will become a disgrace to your master's house. Mm. I'm always ashamed of my chariots. Yeah. I mean, like, when I drive a shitty car, I'm ashamed of it. (laughs) I mean, it's better than not having a car. Right. That's what I always think. Like, honestly, 
when I go to the grocery store and people are like trying to park far away so that nobody hits their car, I'm like, man, I don't give a shit what my car looks like. Also, I don't really understand the uh, the how that works out for them because like if you park somewhere really far away in the odd part of the parking lot, mm-hmm. someone not paying attention wouldn't really expect you to be there. Right. I I wonder. I bet more cars get blasted into that try to park in the remote spots of a fucking parking place. You think? Than when they park just regularly. Well, they're trying to avoid nicks and dings and right. baskets, stray baskets rolling you into You might them. avoid nicks and dings and baskets, but you are more likely, in my opinion, to get just blasted into by some car shooting across the parking lot. I would like to see the stats on that. that right, I'm yeah. curious now about that. I wonder if anybody tracks that. If anybody knows where to get that information, I'm curious about that. Yeah. That seems like something that would be cool to know. Right. So that I can make fun of people who do that and be like, you're actually more likely to get crashed into. Right, right. Or conversely, I could say, smart move, smart move. Yeah, yeah, whichever it is. Maybe you're wrong. Right. I I definitely could be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. I don't know how. Oh, cars, chariots. Yeah. Ashamed. Right. Got it. Mm -hmm. I will depose you from your office and you will be ousted from your position. In that, I love the word ousted. In that day, I will summon my servant, Eliakim, 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 son of Hilkiah. I will clothe him with your robe and fasten your sash around him Mm. and hand your authority over to him. He will be a father to those who live in Jerusalem and to the people of Judah. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Hmm. That sounds like a problem. Well, like, if you if he goes away, then you can't do anything. Like, if he shuts the fridge, I can't get into the fridge. Right. But then if he opens it, it's got to stay open and let all the yeah, air it sounds out. sounds like a bunch of shit. I don't understand. I don't, like, I don't like that. It's a bad plan. Yeah, it's bad. All around. I will drive him like a pet. Yeah, you will. He's going to peg him. What? <laughs> I will drive him like a peg into a firm place. He will become a seat of honor for the wait, house wait, of his hold father. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said firm after you just got done with all those sexual and mm-hmm. um, whatever. I'm having trouble with words Sexual today. innuendos. Yeah, yes. that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. And and you didn't say anything about firm. I thought that. You, just, you, you, you saw me roll my eyes the whole way through the whole thing you went yeah. through there before. Mm-hmm. But then you get to firm and you're just like, whatever. Because you had already rolled your eyes so much, I was like, I've already gotten away with all that I can. Anything past this, you're going to like start giving me the, the... So this was you conceding to me some, yes. some um, niceness. Yes. Okay. Because I knew if I did one more thing in that particular moment, like I got to spread them out. Uh-huh. That was too much in one moment. If I had went with the firm and went, <laughs> then you would have done like the the hand across your neck, like where you're like, stop. You right, need to right. Stop. Yeah. So I was getting pretty close. Just, I know. Just for the record. I could tell. That's why I was like, I'm going to let this one go. Right. Okay. I'm going to let it ride. All right. All okay? right. Yep. I I think that you that did good. I'm good. proud. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, husband. you did a great job there. Thanks. Yeah. All the glory of his family will hang on him. Its offspring and offshoots, all its lesser vessels, from the bowls to all the jars. <laughs> from the bowls to all the jars. What? And the cups and the glasses. What? Okay. And the plates and the platters. Right. Yeah. The pans and the pots. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
in that day, in that day, declares the Lord Almighty, the peg driven into the firm place <laughs> will give way. Okay. Ooh, it will be sheared off, ouch, and will fall, and the load hanging on it will be cut the fuck down. Mm. Boom. The Lord has spoken the end. I see. Gotta be honest, I, I was too busy laughing and having yeah. fun and I didn't catch a lot of, I don't understand. I don't, I, well, I, I was paying attention and I I still don't, there's some guy that's powerful that he's going to get shot into another land and then die and then his son, one of his sons, God's going to make powerful and then. Give him his robe or whatever. Give his robe and shit and then everything will be good until the peg gets severed and then the load will come tumbling down. I guess. That's, okay. I, I don't know. Okay, well. Isaiah is very confusing. It this, really this dude, is. He's, he's not real clear. Like, I don't understand. Why do people that speak in prophecies have to speak so vaguely and, and shitty? Like, you can't understand what they're fucking getting at. No, just like, say what, just, just say, say what it, you man. mean. Just yeah. say. What is the, if you see it, just tell us what it is. Right. And it's a lot like when they talk to God, they, they, they're like, they're, they're speaking in, in ways that you can't understand what they mean. Why does it gotta have these thousand those? Just like it was a house. I saw this house. It was about. It was two stories tall. It had columns. Like just describe it. Right, right. Why do we have to say? Well, when he says this, they actually mean that. I, I get imagery. I get you know comparing things to other things. I but get all that. What stuff. if you don't use imagery? Right, but I and we've said this before. I think why in a book that we're trying to this this is the word of God. Why can't God, for the ages, be a little bit more concise about what he means? Just be clear. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Just be clear. You know, I shouldn't have to try so hard is all I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't intermix some beautiful, you know. Poesy. Yeah, in in there. That's totally fine. But, like, could you intermix it with some, like, exactness? Here's the thing. There are times when, sure, in all of those Psalms and Proverbs and what the fuck ever, sure, go nuts. Have fun. Make those as poetic and imagery driven as you want. You are delivering fucking prophecies. Right. I think that the listener deserves a little clarity. Well, and if you want us to believe a prophecy, the prophecy should be clear. Just be straight. Yeah, because like, if you are vague about what you're saying, then you're not going to... You're not going to elicit my support when it comes down to it. Because I'm going to be like, well, that could have meant a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You're choosing to interpret it that way. Yeah. But if you would have spelled it out, like just spelled it out, right? Mm -hmm. And said what's going to happen exactly. Mm -hmm. No one could question that. Right. That's that's an actual thing, you know? Like that's a thing that happened or didn't happen or whatever. Right. You're either right or wrong at that point. Mm -hmm. But when when you're doing this stuff and beating around the bush about it, People are going to say, I call bullshit. And you know what? I think we're right to say, I call bullshit. Yeah. Same, same, same. So, whatever. I'm Fuck, with fucking you, Isaiah's prophecies are crap. I think so. Um, I also think that our Q&A this weekend is going to be similar to the one that we did for this last weekend. Yeah. Where it's going to be a summary, like a do-over. Where no, I go back over the chapters and be like, here's what actually happened. I'm getting the impression that a lot of our episodes in Isaiah are going to require a very thorough mm-hmm. Q&A at the end of the week because there's a lot of mention, there's a lot of name dropping. Yes. There's a lot of name dropping. And geography. And places and things that I can't keep track of when we're, because like the way we read it, we're reading it through 
without doing a lot of research ahead of time. Right. And we're just kind of reacting as we go through. And, and that's I'm the like, way we've always done it. Yeah. But this is very difficult to follow without mm-hmm. doing some of that. And yeah. so I I think more than any other time in our podcast, these Q&As are going to be very, very important if you want to follow the story. Yeah. If, if you just like hearing us banter, then, the, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Fine, that's know. fine, too. Yeah. But I know a lot of our more core listeners kind of skip the Q and A's and I get it. Like it's not me reading the Bible. So I get that. But just FYI, like the one from last Saturday, I know husband found it very helpful. Yeah. And um, we heard from some other listeners in our discord that they found it helpful. Yeah. And so I think we're just going to have to do that throughout Isaiah because he's a fuck stick. Right. Definitely. So on that note, now that Isaiah is a fuckstick, we're done with it, I think. Yeah. So that was Isaiah chapter 22. It was. It sure was. Isaiah was was. a fuckstick. And that means that tomorrow we'll be back reading... Isaiah chapter 23. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.